Hello and welcome to Unnatural 20s, a comedy podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of any 20. My name is Caitlin and joining me today are two of the most chaotic grapes in the bunch. From the other bedroom in my apartment, the mother of my two pups, it's... Hey, what's up? It's Cassie. Did you say grapes? Yeah, you're two of the most chaotic grapes of the bunch. Grapes. Okay. Are we going to get, I'm worried about, are we getting squished as grapes? Are we just living happily as grapes? With my foot and I'll sell it on my OnlyFans. Okay. Would you buy it? Tell me. I'm serious, listener. Email me and let me know if you buy it because I will sell foot pics or videos of me crushing grapes for money. We did not approve of this ad. I just want it noted that we did not approve of this ad. We are less than a minute in and I'm ready to sell feet pics. You're already commissioning people to hit us up for feet pics. I'm so ready to change my lifestyle. All right. So that's Cassie. And coming all the way from Riverside into your ears, it's the most learned individual you'll ever know. It's... Hey, what's up? It's books. Another grape, apparently. I feel like I'm, I'm a fine wine. I feel like I've already been squished, hopefully, but not by Caitlin's foot. And I've, By I've my feet. surpassed grape life into wine. <laughs> it's it's such a grape life. Uh, yeah, no, you have <laughs> definitely been squished by my feet, and then I've made the best Sauvignon Blanc of you. A Sauvignon Blanc? Sauvignon Blanc. Like, Maybe. What, are there notes of like wood in there? Um, uh, what notes, else is in there? Notes of dog, <laughs> dog <laughs> shit. Gross. <for> sure. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Lots no. of dog piss as well. It's only <laughs> books is the only the most finest of wine, of course. This was a mistake. Quality. What's your theme? Because <laughs> it can't be toe jam and feet. It simply cannot. <laughs> it's so weird because none of that has to do with my theme. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Uh, all right, my two beautiful co-hosts, I have something very excited planned for you today. For our side quest today, we are going to be baking. No, not great and British. We will be baking the most average or atrocious cake known to mankind. <laughs> yes, we will be doing our own audio. Nailed it. Today, in between our rolls, my co-host will be rolling to see uh, to make the best or worst cake possible. At the end, we will post the goal cake uh, besides what they actually made on our social media. So you'll have to follow us over there. It's at Unnatural 20s, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll make sure to post that so you can see the fucking atrocious things that my co-hosts have made. <laughs> and just think, if you don't know what they look like, I want these like beautiful cakes that they have made to live in your mind as what they actually look like. Are we re- really baking on this hoe? Yeah. Because really- you know, do I get bonus points for legitimately being bad at baking? Uh. <laughs> I'm going to give you a yes. Hell Do yeah. Do I get bonus points for being moderate or adequate at baking? Books, you're actually kind of good, but I don't know about, this is not going to be, well, I guess taste comes into play, but since it is an audio version, we're not going to actually get it into our fucking mouths. So I say it's going to be an even playing field because how good are you at decorating and like making things with cake? I'm really fucking good at carving a turnip. So I'm going to say that that adds to my I will uh, say, decorating skills. Just before we even begin, books, I think you do have an upper hand. <laughs> <laughs> rude. Fucking rude. I asked for this, but you know what? Rude. All right. So what do you say, friends? Are you in? Are you ready to fucking bake for your lives? Are you ready to nail it in someone's ear? God. God. <laughs> Yes, I am. I'm sorry. I just watched an episode of Outlander where someone actually had a nail driven into their ear. Now that's all I can think of. Thank you for that. (laughs) Um, Yes, I'm ready to. You brought it. You you, nailed it into their ear. 
Good. Okay. Not the not the not the scary kind. What <laughs> the cake kind? <laughs> what about the sexual kind? The sexual. Yeah, I'm gonna nail it in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, then uh, there we go. You have my attention. All right. So Open now the cake and sexual. <laughs> All right. So now before we start baking, why don't we go? Why don't I go over what we do here every single week? Today we're gonna be making our way through a list of our twenty. 20 talking points guided by our DM. Yes, that is me. And the roles of our mm, D20. Send in your questions or questions on social media at unnatural20s or email them unnatural20s at gmail.com to be part of our adventure. Number 10 on our dice is your question request. Today I will be rewarding our party members, Cassie and Books, with experience points when they do something cool and deal out hit points when they make me sad or mad. All right, so now before we start jumping into this cake baking, let's mop the floor with our bodies and start with our fails for the week. How did you guys fail? Question, mop the floors with our bodies. Yes. Is this the cleaning process? It's the lowest of the low. You have to clean the floors with your bod in order to stand on something that is solid and cleansed. <laughs> Say clean, but cleansed came out. I did have a question, so you brought up cleansing. I'm totally fine with this now. I'm on board. We are cleansing the floors and our souls and standing upon greatness. Go tell me. How have you failed? My With my fail, I'm hoping I got all of my... Um, I guess... I, I'm hoping I can like get in your favor because I definitely wasn't in the favor with um, our one vet that we went to. <laughs> I thought... So we may have mentioned that we have a little piss baby and um, who is our newest dog, our little puppy. He's five months old, beautiful little Nelson, uh, bad boys in law yeah, on really, Instagram. Really Go ahead, continue. That one up. So you opened it up to that. I know, Cassie. that's my fault. Um, but I got worried that he had a little UTI or something because he is a real piss baby. And uh, so I took him to the vet and let them run some tests. And they told me they would have the results in like a day, you know? And I waited two days to call them and it was leading up to the long weekend. So I knew I had to, they said if he needed a different medication, I'd want to pick that up before. So I was really intense about trying to get the results for what, just the results. Very intense. Very intense. And um, I did end up, well, I confirmed that I did get blacklisted from the vet where yes. they did block my number and would not answer my call anymore. Oh, so, and then as soon as I called on uh, Caitlin's, was it your phone? That no, it, was, it? it was my boyfriend's phone. Yeah, uh, they answered right away, mm-hmm. <laughs> and but they still did not have my answer. So we are definitely, I personally, my number is blacklisted from one of our vets. Also, do you want to share the results? Honestly, of Honestly, that's baby? on the vet though. Don't promise a day. Yeah, and well, not deliver. Like, don't promise one day and then not expect a bunch of phone calls. I'm like, I gave him two days. I understand that. It, and I would have been more chill if I didn't have to have the long weekend where they were taking Monday off as well, which they deserve. But give me the results so I know mm-hmm. if I got to get a different medication. And what? Oh, the results. Yeah. Tell me about my piss baby. Yeah. He's not a piss baby. Yeah. Uh, they came back all negative. Yeah. He does not have a <laughs> UTI. But we did, did then take him to another vet for another opinion. And she said he urinates everywhere, quote unquote. So, and we do need to continue to look into that. So he, yes, confirmed by another vet that is a, in fact, piss baby. Uh, but we do not know why. <laughs> confirmed piss baby, but not the logical reasons. There's no known cause. Yeah. yeah. Not sure why, but we'll find it out. Could just be a... Piss baby by choice. It's semen like it. It's a lifestyle. It's semen like it. It's not a face. Yeah. <laughs> she was like with us like, this is a lot more than I expected. <laughs> She's like, you mentioned it on the phone, but I wasn't ready for it to be like constant. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> her tone of voice was fantastic and I did enjoy her a lot. 
She's a very great vet. Especially because he's already five months. At that point, they're kind of holding it a lot and yeah. getting better at, you know, not being a piss baby. Yeah, which is what led us to be concerned and bring him to the vet in the first place. But yeah, the second vet was my absolute favorite because the fact that she's like, yeah, he's urinating. Yeah, he's been urinating this whole time. He just keeps going. Yeah, there's a lot of pee here. It's like, yes, he is our piss baby, our beautiful baby boy. <laughs> Um, we, we, we did tell you that all he does is pee. We, I mean, we told you. Um, so for my fail, uh, it does actually not involve our dogs um, for the first time. Uh, wow. Cassie and I talked about, uh, actually, Cassie did not talk about, she, we called the uh, vet from a brewery, an outside brewery that we go to. So uh, we were there and we got some pizza and we, they give us a huge pizza. So we weren't able to finish it, but we had one slice left. And my boyfriend really wanted that slice when we got home. So what did I do? I carried it uh, from the brewery to my car. And then when we got home, I carried it to our house. Um, that being said, I did have a lot you of You did things. not carry it to the car. I, I, oh. Other people were in charge of the pizza up until we got to the house. Okay. Okay. Correction. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I put it in between two little plastic plates, yep. made sure it was taken care of because I was like, it's a very good pizza. It's got to be taken care of. It is a very good pizza. Had it in the back seat with me and then at the last minute transferred it over. Now continue. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't remember why I became the holder of the pizza because then I was also holding other things as well. My hands were very full and pizza was one thing in my hand. Because I had dog food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that we had big ass bags of dog food That's to right. carry while you had a bag. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's and your phone. That's right. That's right. Wait, a bag and your phone and a pizza. I thought I had also some toilet paper. Like Costco. No, that was somebody else. How about how about the 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 hand washing ones? What are they? The bigger ones? The paper towels? Yeah. Somebody else. I know. I'm pretty sure I had that. And then you had the dog food. Because I was carrying something else. And so <laughs> the pizza was in my hands. The beautiful, delicious pizza. And, uh, and also something else in my hand. And uh, it was hard to carry. And I made it all the way to my front door. And I was like, I got it. I got this pizza to my door. I went to go open the door. And I dropped the pizza on the floor. <laughs> right at, at our the front door. door. Right and at the door. I was the most hated person of the day because I had dropped this slice of pizza at the door, which then our dog tried to come eat when I opened the door. Uh, so, yeah, my fail is that I I was put in in like charge of this pizza and I, I was trusted and I failed everyone by dropping it. <laughs> if it is the uh, brewery that I have also been to, then that pizza is delicious, and yeah, you should be was. the most hated person because how dare you waste a slice? Those are good big slices, and it's delicious pizza. Yeah, thank you for and making I'm me feel now. worse I didn't even about it. A chance to eat that slice, and it's gone. It was really, it was a, it was like probably uh, the best. <laughs> it was a good slice of pizza, yeah. and right up, right on our floor. Oh, damn, yeah. right outside the door in a big so hair close. pile, big pile of dog hair, and probably dog shit. Probably. Uh, my fail, I know, um, Dougal, for the first time, like ever, yours didn't have to do with your puppies, but my dog fail does have to do with my dog. Or my fail has to do with my, my dog. dog. It's a dog fail for me this week. <laughs> and my dog fail. That's all it's going to be for now on. Um, my fail is that over the long weekend, I decided to um, go up to the mountains with basically my entire family went up too. And we got to take our puppy up and it's a brand new place. He's never been up there. And, you know, he didn't love the ride, but he did really good. 
and um, we were really excited for him to explore the mountains because it's just got like gorgeous outside areas, places to walk in. Everything's really dog friendly, which is great. And um, my parents have the same kind of dog as us, and it's like his best friend is this other dog. Um, his name is Finley. So we were like, it's going to be a great weekend. We're going to walk him everywhere. Uh, he's going to get to play with Finley, and it's going to be all together just a lot of fun. But um, my feeling is that my puppy was an absolute monster baby. Like, he was an absolute child monster, worst of him ever. Um, the cabin that we stay up in the mountains is has a lot of stairs, and this this dumb dog was too scared to climb up any of them. <laughs> so we had to carry him up all the oh, stairs. Oh, he's a big boy. And he is 75 pounds. Uh, so that's a lot of weight to carry up. <laughs> and, Every time. Um, I'm not so good on stairs. Mm. Uh, the first day, all the way up until Finley got there. And then Finley climbed up the stairs like no problem because he's a fucking dog and he can climb up stairs. No, my dog has seen and used stairs before. This is not the first time my dog <laughs> has encountered stairs. These were just new stairs that he had not seen Finley use before. So therefore he could not use them until Finley got there later that day and showed him how. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, man. So yeah, for... For about four times, this monster would not go upstairs, and I'm not so great on stairs either. So as I'm like half carrying up, I'm half trying to climb up myself, I fell several times. I scraped up my leg, uh, got a big old cut on my foot trying to carry my 75-pound dog with perfectly good legs. Uh, on top of that, this monster baby would not sleep at oh. night. Oh, no. He would not eat his food. Mm. Breakfast, lunch, or breakfast, lunch, dinner did not touch. Um... Just and he wasn't doing these things because he was anxious or he was scared or not feeling well. He was only doing these things because Finley was not with him when those things needed to occur, and oh. all he wanted to do was play with Finley. So he oh, wouldn't man. eat, and we couldn't put food out while Finley was there because this is another golden that'll just eat all his food. Um, so we had to separate them because they have two different foods when they ate, and yeah. So I had very little sleep. It was a great weekend. But I did not sleep and uh, had to regularly remind my fiance, who is like a, I don't know, just a panicked parent with this dog, that he wasn't not eating because he was sick. He was just not eating because he's stubborn and wanted to go back downstairs and play with his friend. <laughs> so, yep. Oh, man. Fucking dogs, dude. They're yeah. wild. They are. Why do we have such crazy dogs? I love them all, though. They're all very good dogs. <laughs> They're crazy, but they're beautiful. I, I loved love him, but man, in that moment, I was clearing, carrying him up the stairs. I, I, I loved him a little less. <laughs> yeah, I, I. that's a lot of weight. Your dog is very big and heavy. So, yes, you... It's a lot of stairs, too. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Oh, man. I'm sure you, like, left with mad mm -hmm. gains. Like, you got down the mountain, you're like, I trained for, like, a triathlon or strong person contest. I definitely, yeah woke up the next day and I was like, why does everything in my body hurt? Am I getting sick? Am I coming down with some sort of flu? And I was like, oh no, you just carried your 75 pound dog upstairs several times. So <laughs> has he come? Oh God, that's beautiful. Well, um, you can follow him online. Watson, the pup, um, double underscore at the very end of Watson, the pup. Um, or you can just follow bad boys at law on Instagram as well. Uh, well, those were some great fails, guys. Um, but I think it's time for us to finally get into our adventure. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Well, let's, let's roll, baby. We rolled at six, which is flabbergast me, Franklin. Man, do I love flabbergasting that Franklin. He's a funny one. Woo. And let's see. 
I'm going to have books. Uh, I'm going to read books at question. And she has to tell me whether it's true or false. I specifically pick these true or false questions to try to stump books. Because as much as she says she knows everything, I want to find something. She doesn't. All right. Are you ready, books? No, I'm ready. All right. True or false? The snot otter is a real animal. S-N-O-T? True. S-N-O-T. It is true. It is actually a real animal. And and not only is it a real animal, in 2019, Pennsylvania passed a law naming the Eastern Hellbender Salamander, which also goes by the names Cryobronctus alligenitus, Devil Dog, Alamanke Alligator, Lasagna Lizard, and Snot Otter. The Hellbender Salamander has a lot of names. Well, how um, does it get to otter? Uh, snot otter? Not sure. But lasagna lizard 100% makes sense. I'm fine lasagna with lasagna li- lizard. I love lasagna lizard. But I'll, lasagna lizard... Uh, that's a much greater late. I wish you had asked if a lasagna lizard existed. Well, you know, I want to know something even crazier. This animal is actually the state's official amphibian. If, does every state otter. have an official amphib- amphibian? I think so. I think ours is a frog. What? We have like There's a lot of state things. Lame. There's not that many amphibians, is there? Okay, wait. I really don't know. I think there are a lot. I well, if it's like different species, it's not just like general types. Like, okay, you got a lizard, you got a frog. It's like a specific type of frog. Oh yes. No, we deserve all frogs. California has all frogs. <laughs> we, we claim them all. I know there's fifty. We have states, all we... bears and all frogs. And... <laughs> uh, okay, so the snot otter is uh, it's for a, it's a two long two foot long creature that's facing a lot of loss of habitat and reduced population. So hope they were hoping that naming it as the official amphibian and giving it all these crazy names that people would understand what the snot otter is and so that they could protect it and then in- increase the number of uh, these snot otters or lasagna litters. L- litter? <laughs> lasagna lizard! <laughs> okay, I totally looked up a picture of these and there are a few pictures where underwater it does kind of look like a slimmer, skinnier, like flatter otter, especially because it's little hands have like little almost like fingers and they look it, like little otter paws. It literally looks like a piece of shit in someone's hand when they hold it. Like it's like a brownish green. Like look at all Google photos. I Googled and lasagna You got to go down. You got to go down far. If you, yeah, if you Google snot otter, it looks there. like a piece of shit with legs. Well, they have little pants and everything. There are a few photos where... I could see. I see otter. I see otter. uh, Yeah. It's flatter, but it's like something about the eyes and the nose connected. When its mouth is not open. If it's open its mouth, then it looks real creepy. Yeah. And sometimes it does look like a pile of poo. That's for sure. Yeah, that's for shizzle. Mm -hmm. Also, I did find out there are more than 6,000 amphibian species with approximately 300 300 found in the U.S. So I guess every state can have a fucking amphibian. (laughs) I guess you guys could have one. I guess. But then we should be able to get all frogs. If there's 300 of them, like, we should have all frogs. I'm going to look up the state in Yeah, I mean, there's only 50 oh, states. I what? was right. It is a frog. It's a California red leg frog. Okay. <laughs> all right. California does I have a like state I frog. I feel like I know that. What a useless bit of knowledge you guys I think, have. Like, fourth grade project, you have yeah. to do it. You have to, like, learn the state flower, all the state stuff, like, those kinds of things. And I, yeah. I feel like I got the tested motto, The motto, the... God, something mm-hmm. about gold. It like make like a little thing. I like Eureka. gold. You're oh fuck, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it wow, means I have found it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck man. All right. Well, fourth I, grade, real fun time. How yeah. much useless knowledge do you have in your brain? 
too much my so whole brain much. my whole brain consists of useless things and i'm on this podcast to spread it with books all right well thank you so much for uh guessing that right books i'm gonna give you some points for doing so um i'm gonna give you a 39 points because i think oh thank you it's probably like the 39th state that's probably a wrong statement but i'm just gonna let everyone know that i'm it's wrong it now is it now is i've made it uh okay so you have completed your first task whoa your first roll whoa so you know what that means what what we need to decide what kind of cake we're going to be designing today we get to we get, like do we get to throw out any options no Fuck. you have four specific <laughs> options and i'm gonna make you roll a d4 in order to figure out exactly what you're going to be making so cassie and books please roll individual d4s we can make different cakes i got it seems two. Un- that seems unfair i have a four interesting would you like to make a robot or a dragon today dragon robot <laughs> Do we have to agree on this? I think it would be easier if you agree. <laughs> Since I will Fine. be photoshopping them. Fine, let's go for dragon. All no, right. We can do robot. One dragon it is. No, no, dragon has a better scene. You're right about dragon. We're doing a dragon. All right. Uh, the other options were grandma or lion. Um, so we're do doing grandma. grandma. Would be good. <laughs> I want grandma. We would have agreed on that okay, one. So if doing- grandma had been in the mix, we would have Instantly. agreed 100%. You didn't roll well enough, so fuck you guys. You're doing a dragon. I'm making a grandma dragon, so fuck you. That actually would be pretty fucking badass, and I would love to see grandma dragon. If you made that, you'd win automatically. Uh, Okay, all right. So we know what we're going to be baking. Um, Get ready. Get to your stations, because we're going to be start preparing it next roll. But for now, why don't we roll back into our adventure? Oh, would you look at that? And we rolled. I like the theme music of this TV show. Thank you. I made it myself. We rolled a seven, guys. And a seven is a throwback. Uh, So for for today, for our throwback, I have brought to you Jump Houses. Please tell me how... How, how did you feel about jump houses as a child? <laughs> Am I the only one who called them bounce houses? No, uh, it's like the same name. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what it, we would call them. I think it was a bounce house mainly. Yeah, bounce house. We bounce, sure. we jump, we yeah, do, we You dab. said jump houses the first time and I was real confused and then I, I just realized I was being dumb as shit. So... Yeah, but I loved them since day one. First time I saw them, it was a big blow-up thing. And then they were like, you can go jump in that. And I was like, hold the fuck up, what? <laughs> and then and they were like, yeah, everything in there, soft. It's made of air. It will collapse on you at some point. Go buck wild. <laughs> and I was like, this is my fucking dream. Cassie, what was the first time you came into counter with a bounce house or jump house? The f- I don't know when the first time was. It was definitely at some party. <laughs> like young, we- young? Yeah, young, young for sure. I, I remember like I don't probably remember the first time I came in contact with a bounce house, but I do remember like the most memorable bounce houses experience was um, every year my family would make us go to this like church festival in fucking Bakersfield. Gross. So we spent like the whole day driving and we'd get out there for yeah. Um, but they had like two bounce houses there, and I was probably five, four or five when we started going. But my um, older cousins were in their mid-teens. And they were bored by the entire festival. So my first memories of bounce houses were I'd get very excited to go in them, jump around with all these new friends I made at this church festival in the middle of nowhere. And uh, they would at some point 
deflate it, but only when they made sure all of us younger cousins were in the bounce house too. And then they would get in trouble by church officials and told they couldn't come back next year. And every year they came back and did the same exact thing. And they never thought to like add an adult just monitoring the little inflated station. Mm -hmm. They just kept letting my cousins, Andrew and Brittany go through and traumatize all these kids. I thought it was hilarious all of my cousins and I, because we grew up with them and we knew like nothing bad was going to happen. Yeah. But, uh, there are definitely a lot of, a lot of kids crying at this church festival every oh, single man. year as soon as they decided to deflate the bounce castle. So honestly, they should have been having fun. No. That's a highlight to look forward to for this festival. Like, I don't know how they were bored when they know they could like traumatize some children. Did you ever get terrified that you were going to get stuck inside of it when it started deflating? not that i remember i had netting on the top so i felt like i always you know was fine as long as i could breathe i was fine and there was always some breathing room Mm -hmm. i remember panicking getting stuck in there Mm. and then just trying to find my way out and you were the kid traumatized by my cousins yes that was me i remember screaming very loudly as i'm like trying to crawl and find the exit (laughs) cannot find the exit just keep finding the netting and just being like no like stuck in there it's been like two minutes but i'm like i'm stuck here forever i don't think i actually it's a lifetime it is for a kid that is a lifetime oh, yeah. but i don't think i actually ever experienced a kid like freaking out inside of one because i remember every time i was at a bounce house like that was our goal was to like fucking tip it over or deflate it like ourselves like we would all come together and be like on the count of three slam that wall and we would try to like get it off the ground uh-huh. and roll away. Wow. <laughs> Shit. I never, not until I got older did I realize that that was cool. You didn't have the wild kids in there? I you'd run into the pillars too because then you know you'd have a cushion if it did tip. Because if you ran straight into the netting side, oh, you were going to hurt. Yeah. You had to hit the pillars. So it was key. And it always made you feel like you were in a wrestling rink. Like you could bounce off that shit and then come after a kid. Yes. So God, bounce houses are fun. It sounds like my experiences were a little bit different than yours because when I was younger, I think the first encounter that I can remember with a bounce house was like my fourth birthday. And I was like, it was like my Pocahontas birthday. It was really fun. I loved Pocahontas and they got like a Pocahontas junk house. And I remember it being really cool. My whole family gets super into things. So my whole family was there. And I remember it was like an adult only bounce house is what my mom told me. So only the adults were allowed to go in there. It was my birthday party, by the way, (laughs) but only the adults, my aunts and my family were allowed to play in the bounce house, which thinking about it now, more power to them. I would do the fucking same thing. (laughs) But I remember being in the house, staring outside at the bounce house, watching my aunts and my family have fun. And then they let the dog inside there, too. And the dog would jump around the bounce house. Oh, that's that's dangerous. The dog punctured multiple holes. Yeah, in you got to you gotta return that shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they finally let me and my friends at my birthday party go into the bounce house. And I just remember getting trapped in there and be like, this is not fun. <laughs> But then as I grew up older, I think for my 18th or my 20th birthday, I had a bounce house and it was like the fucking time of my life. It's so fun. I do love them. Like I had to grow into them, I think. At my uh, 16th, we had like an inflatable, not a bounce house, but the obstacle, obstacle course. course. Oh, that was, that so was good. a good time. That one was fun as hell. Yeah. It's really, that one, whenever they had the obstacle course one, I remember we had like some school events, they'd bring the obstacle course one. That one was just exciting because like it was so fun to challenge your friends, even if you knew you were going to get owned. Like, because mm-hmm. it is, there's something about being in a bounce house where there feels like there's no rules. Mm-hmm. So like you could come over on their side. Yes. And, like, trip Physics them. don't apply. <laughs> yeah. And the obstacle courses always had that slide. And the, mm-hmm. it, the funnest thing was to try to jump, like mm-hmm. completely miss 
the slide. Like, don't hit slide at all and just jump from the top yes. to hit the bottom. God, I love this. It was so fun. I tried to go like backwards, forwards on my head, like head slide all the way down. It didn't work. Do you remember the bounce house <laughs> that you they had uh, in college? Did you ever put... Are you going to say soap? Water you- inside your bounce houses? Uh, yes. When I was... Wa- soap or water. Yay. So that same party that my parents... Or my... Not my parents. My aunts all took over. They definitely did put a hose on it with soap and everything too. It, they went oh, fucking man. hard at a four-year-old's birthday party. Which again, more power to them. Honestly. Listen, they knew you weren't going to appreciate it a much, as much as they were. Well, they knew. I mean, I enjoyed, I guess, watching them while I had my face pressed against the glass. Like watching them like... Wow, this is a fun party. <laughs> this is they great. had to make sure they got their money's worth, and it sounds like they did. They sure fucking did. They did. <laughs> they paid for that bounce house, and they were like, yes, we will use this. But Cassie, you brought up um, our college. In college, we had a bounce house. Yeah, I remember that there was some, I don't know, they always had little events, but this one had a basketball hoop in yeah, it. Yeah, no, I remember this. And uh, we immediately, <laughs> Caitlin decided that she needed to be the ball and go through that basketball hoop. <laughs> <laughs> and did this thing come tumbling down almost because her full grown ass body tried to go through a tiny inflatable hoop? Yes. It was a really <laughs> big inflatable thing. Worth it. And I threw my body through this basketball hoop made for a ball. And, you know, I got all the way up to my hips. My hips didn't fit through. So, yes, it did sag all the way down. <laughs> and, yeah, it was pretty fun. I think we got Beautiful. in trouble, too. Yeah, there was only three of us in there. Yeah. And then they were like, surely adults will compose themselves. That was on them. That we was college <laughs> kids. Of course not. Yeah. And then we got our picture uh-uh. in the school newspaper for going down the slides. It was a lot mm-hmm. of fun. We did do that. Yeah. 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 Bounce houses are fun, guys. I like them. They're cool. They are cool. They are fun. Well, uh, thank you for reminiscing about these uh, jumpy castles, bouncy houses. Uh, you know, the thingies. Uh, Cassie, I'm going to give you some points uh, f- for going through the hoops. I'm going to give you 101 points because that seems like how much basketball people get. I don't really know much about basketball. Facts. <laughs> uh, books. Uh, you had a fun time tearing down these castles, too. You guys both tear down castles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give you 102 points because you deserve it. Congratulations. You got it. It's time to go back and to bake away. Okay, so this time we're going to be making the inside of the cake. We're going to be making that good bake, as they say on that one show. Um, So let's see. Let's roll a D6 to see how well you are at baking a cake. I got a four. You got a four. Okay, books, I would like you to describe to me how you bake a cake. Uh, well, first you've got to make the batter, which is usually like flour, sugar, eggs, uh, all the ingredients. And then you put it in usually at a, a decently medium temperature, 350, um, depending on the thickness of cake, 25 minutes or so. And uh, you don't want to open the oven too early or it'll deflate. But you also don't want to leave it in too long. And you usually do the toothpick test. You stick a toothpick in it and it comes out crumb free. It's good to go. Cool. Okay. So you did that. Um but it looks like you might have forgotten something. It looks like the the flavoring might not be there. Or maybe you added just a weird color instead of flavoring because your cake is all discolored. And it, when you put it out on your pan, uh, take it out of your pan, there's a huge chunk out of the side of it. Because unfortunately, you didn't butter your pans well enough, books. So... Uh, you oh, shame it, on me. It might taste good, but it sure does look fucked up. All right, Cassie, it's time for you to bake. What did you roll? I rolled a five. 
Okay, you rolled a five. All right, Cassie, I want you to put your cake in the oven. I saw you put all your ingredients in there. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel about your cake? I'm feeling real good about my cake. I made sure I learned from books. Actually, I knew from step one that you butter the shit out of that cake. So I buttered it, put it all in there. And then, you know, I just trusted the oven. I mean, this oven have a strong connection. I mm-hmm. set the timer and I was like, this one's good to go, baby. Cassie, you're right. You did butter those sides of those pans very well. You made sure that this cake is not going to be coming out like books. It's not going to be missing side of it. But one thing you did do is that you put too much batter inside of your pan. So your cake is actually a uncooked soupy mess. And um, it's basically unedible. I can make that work. You can, I can okay, make an good, unedible good. cake work. I like that um, because you are definitely keeping your soupy. I would have thought higher was better. We're going against, against normal rules. I'm so confused. Oh, no. I mix this up <laughs> <laughs> because you never know. It has to be random. I can't have any. You have your fixed dice. Do you know what grandmas love? Soup. So I'm You know what this. dragons are? Not soup. <laughs> an old one? Possibly. <laughs> it's a soup. They've got lava inside. As long as it's firm on the outside and mm-hmm. liquidy on the inside, I feel like that's a dragon in itself. It's a, Yeah, it's just a soupy mess in the middle. So you do have the structure. But when the judges are going to be cutting into this, they will get salmonella. I just want you to know that. No matter how good Most it people don't get... Uh, you know how much cookie dough I ate and didn't get salmonella? That shit's a lie. I was going to say. <laughs> it's, it's not dough. It is straight soup. And there is a piece of chicken in the center of it, too. Straight Why salmonella. Why chicken? I <laughs> I didn't make it. You did. Uh, you. I was following the ingredients. Apparently, Cassie, you said I put them all in why there. Are you putting raw chicken in your cake? There's fucking written. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, you may not be the best at cakes, but we're gonna get over this because you can definitely put something on top of that cake in order to make it look good. Because both of you have a solid base of a cake. Congratulations. Do I, think- I have a solid base of a cake or do I have soup and no cake? <laughs> you, have, you have pure solid. You have what we, it's like a molten chocolate cake where it's just like soup in the center. But yeah. you do have that structure. Damn, that chili's cake chicken. is bomb though. So I'll yeah. take it. I do like that chili's cake. It's, it's one of my good. faves. Um, all right. Well, you guys, you did really good. Not really. You did, you did okay. On I did base. exceptional. Thank you, you. You did. You made a structure. Congratulations. And I think it's time for us to roll again. And it looks like we rolled a three. Three is going to be nerd out update. Can you guys tell me what have you been nerding about recently? Nerded about? What have you been nerded about <laughs> recently? <laughs> well, uh, we talked about on Flabbergast Me Franklin how I just have a lot of random knowledge. And guess what? I'm learning more every single day. She's going to be because, too powerful. Uh, like a lot of other, so powerful, like a lot of other um, people during the pandemic, I did decide to download TikTok and you can shame me as much as you want for that. I totally support that. Um, but I've actually found a lot of things on TikTok that I really do love. And uh, I think everybody should, you know, find their own TikTok for you page and curate it towards their loves and interests. And my love and interests uh, are a lot of random facts that I really, really enjoy. And so uh, random fact TikTok has been my favorite thing to do right before I go to sleep as long alongside reading. And so a few things that I've learned on random fact TikTok, which I would love to share with everyone is one that um, baby elephants suck on their trunks the same way humans suck their thumbs. Adorable. Adorable and wonderful, delightful. I. Uh, opossums which i actually have a fear of but it's it, 
random fact, TikTok is making me appreciate them a little bit more because I actually realized maybe I don't like them so much because I'm very much like an opossum. And this fact is that opossums don't actually play dead. They have extreme anxiety that causes them to pass out when they're afraid, like uncontrollably. (laughs) And in that fear, their bodies produce an odor that smells like death because they are that scared shitless. So that's fun fact for you. I always thought they played dead. They don't play dead. They just pass out from sheer anxiety. They like freeze. My brother had like a possum mm-hmm. like that legit froze and like you could pick it up and everything and it will not move. And usually they have their yeah. mouth open too or it's like on its yeah. back. It's fucking wild. I think they're mm-hmm. cool looking animals. But, but I, you still have that shirt. I always thought it three. was like something they did instinctually. Oh, oh fuck. Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I, it's hanging up in my closet. Not being absolutely. worn. I grew up in my closet recently, too, with all the things that I uh, need to get rid of. And that did not go in the get rid of pile. So if you ever. Awesome. OK, everyone, she um, has a T-shirt that has three possums howling at the moon. <laughs> and it's wonderful. Books, it's if you ever want to get rid of that shirt, you can gift it to me because I will wear that every single fucking day. <laughs> it's mine forever. I have worn it, too, several times. Uh, I wore it once to a group recording of you, your pop filter. When we were on one of those shows, I wore that shirt definitely to it. And I believe one of the hosts saw it was like, I'm not even going to ask. And I was like, you should. It's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> you should. It's fucking rad. So <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Uh, that did is, you, did um, you have a third fact so, though? Yeah. We cut you off talking about possums. I do have a third fact. It's okay. My possums are very cool, even though they scare me slightly. My third fact is about a wonderful woman that I did not know. Um, and you may honestly know who this is. Do you know who du- Judith Love Cohen is? No, no. All right. So she was, unfortunately she has passed away. She was an American aerospace engineer. She worked for NASA. Um, and she was one of the youngest and one of the few female aerospace engineers. And her electrical engineering work, uh, work went to the Minutemen whistle, a missile, um, and she worked at the Science Ground Station for the Hubble Space Telescope um, and helped like the Apollo Space Program as well. So she did a lot of badass stuff. And after her retirement, she founded a company that works with children's publishing that helps you know educate kids on all this awesome space stuff. But we probably don't know aside from the fact that she was this badass. Uh, engineer is that um she's jack black's mom yeah i just real random and real cool i just looked her up and then jack black came up and i was like why is jack black keep coming up and then it's like jack black's mom (laughs) it's fucking rad as hell what What? a family badass women those like family dinners holidays all have to be amazing there what the fuck seriously what a dream that oh jack black i think is a is really fun to watch he he has some very good videos Mm -hmm. that he makes and i really enjoy his comedy and the fact that his mom is such a badass and this super smart person god i have like a whole different perspective on him and like everything now and i i need to do a deep dive for some reason wow and then on her too you should you absolutely should i have been awakened (laughs) to this and i Thank you for this fact. This is, this is very fucking good. You're um, so for my internet update, uh, I recently brought from my a previous one, it nailed it, and how much I love Nicole Byer. And um, I am a stupid idiot, and I didn't realize that Nicole Byer has like a million podcasts and so <laughs> much more than just the TV show Nailed It. And of course, she does because she's an amazing person. Um, but Cassie educated me and told me about all her amazing podcasts and all of her great friends that she has. 
So I have been deep diving into her podcast, and that's my nerd out, which is Why Don't You Date Me? It's a very <laughs> fucking good show where Nicole Byer talks about why she's single and then what she can do to be single. And she just brings on people uh, like her friends and like other comedians. And they just like talk either about their relationships or like dating on dating apps or like just educating in the sex industry. And I was like, wow, I'm actually very interested in all this stuff for some reason. It's like she instantly talks and I'm like <laughs> in it. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, like literally within the first five minutes of the first episode, I was like, yes, I love her. She's my best friend now. And um, I want to listen to every single one of these episodes and binge this all like I did Smallville. Um, (laughs) Have you gone to um, have you gone to any earlier episodes? I have not. I've just been staying. I'm on the surface currently. I've listened to about 10 episodes, like the most recent 10 episodes. There's two from when she was starting out. And um, there's one where she brought on because she started off bringing people that she has actually dated before. And there was one guy where she got drunk and peed on his living room floor. (laughs) That's a very good episode. (laughs) She has some crazy stories just from like what I've heard. And it's like she it's just like all casual how she brings them up. Like, apparently it's very common to fuck your Uber driver. I didn't know that. But like there was another girl that they brought on who both of them had sex with their Uber drivers and they were just talking about their experience and how awkward it is or how she got fingered by her Uber driver and how that was or yellow cab driver. And I was like, wow, this is like I like am normally super squeamish about this stuff. But she brings me in like a friend and then like talks about it just in such a straightforward way that I'm like, I am learning and this is funny and um, I'm actually really proud of you, industry, though. Dating, like, this is growth. Thank you. I am, um, I'm growing, guys. Did you hear that? <laughs> I'm like a fucking arbor, a tree. I'm like a tree. <laughs> um, but she also talks about, like, uh, as a, being in, in COVID times, like, how she can't, like, really date. She has to go on all the dating apps. So, she like, she can't fuck her Uber driver. She can't fuck her Uber driver because she doesn't go on an Uber or do anything. She's just staying inside. So just talking about like all the dating apps and like how difficult it is not only to date on dating apps, but like as like, you know, a bigger black woman, how that's hard or how just dating as like a celebrity is hard and like all these different things you don't think about because uh, I just really want her to find happiness and to find someone who's like great because she's great but she can't find anyone and it makes me sad but also it's like you can do this girl and i just feel like i'm there for my girl every time i put on this podcast all 10 times i've done it <laughs> but yeah i think you should uh check out the podcast why won't you date me with nicole Byer. she's fucking awesome i have actually listened to an episode i listened to an episode a while ago oh you did um, and it's been marked in my like to listen to again mm-hmm. yeah I, my one of my fr- co-workers a few jobs ago listened to it and maybe listen to one. I was like, this is absolutely fantastic. And then I just never revisited it because I got busy and I, this is a good reminder to check out a good podcast. That's just going to leave me feeling not like down on life because Mm -hmm. she's such a delightful person. She's very delightful. And then she gets like, it's like talking about real topics and things like that. And I'm, I'm feel like I'm learning things too. I'm like, what is this? I really enjoy this. And it's very good. She's also, um, you really witness her ADD in it. And that's probably my favorite part. And the fact that like when she needs to go to a break, it's literally like the person will be talking to, she'll be like, wait, we need to take a break. Yeah. (laughs) 
I think that's what really gets me is the style and how it's structured and how it's just all over the place. And I'm like, I get this. I'm following this. I love it so much. We relate to this a lot. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, it's uh, it's very good. Uh, Dugo, I'm glad that you brought up podcast because, of course, that's what I'm also nerding out on. Um, it's going to be this one. I don't know if I would, I want to be, have it as like a recommendation, but, um, so the podcast I'm running out on is called Freedom, And, uh, the people who host that are Paul F. Tompkins, Lauren Lapkus and Scott Ackerman. And the reason I'm hesitant to say like, yeah, you should listen to this is because it's nothing. (laughs) It is three people. Like, you know, when people try to promote their podcast and it's just like, it's just me and my friends talking, which is essentially ours, but no, it can be literally people, just friends, just talking. They sit down. They don't have anything to talk about. One of them will be like, Hey, I have a topic. And it'll be like, I ate this last night. And that's the show, (laughs) (laughs) but they do always end it with like an improv game. And that's the only thing that has like any structure to it, anything that is like a show. And the rest of it is just these three friends just it's talking, literally talking. But I just love, I love every, I is, love all uh, three. It's wild that the most structured thing on a podcast is the improv moment. The improv <laughs> moment. I just, now I have to listen to this because the thing that seems most structured or intentional or I guess somewhat scripted is the improv part. Now I have to, I have to witness, I have to take the listen to this podcast you should it has to happen it took me like they came out with a podcast and i was fucking excited because they all have amazing podcasts on their own they're all incredibly talented improvisers and come from strong improvising backgrounds so i was like oh they're like comedy huge comedy people and i was like this is going to be so entertaining and i listened to the first episode and it was nothing and i was so pissed <laughs> and then i was like i listened to it like two weeks and then I was, it was still nothing and then i got mad at it for a while because i was like this is a big podcast and they're not putting out any content which always makes me angry and then i came back to it and now it's one of my fucking favorite ones so (laughs) cassie can you share with everyone how much you really like it and what you what purchase you made oh yeah they um they talk about crocs so now i want to get crocs and they have their own croc gibbets which are the little charms on there they made uh (laughs) gibbets that have uh like little phrases and their faces on there uh because they always mention crocs so uh now I need, I have the jubits, I have no Crocs. So now I just, just need the Crocs. Cassie has a bunch of these fucking giblets and then no. Gibbets? And no Crocs. And this bitch is like, man, I wish I could get uh. Crocs. Like, bitch, go fucking buy them instead of buying all these little giblets. Like, they're expensive. So are giblets. They're worth it though. They're like, for the amount, they're like sometimes $7 a piece for these little giblets for mm-hmm. like official giblets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and how so, many do you have? Six. I don't know. Caitlin got me a good pack. So. You have six giblets total. Six I times seven six. is that forty-two dollars? I don't know. That's forty-two dollars. And how much do Crocs cost? <laughs> They're like about 50. fifty bucks. So you are you out of my range. About eight dollars away from owning a pair of Crocs, just in the amount of giblets that you are. Is it thirty-two dollars? I don't know. I'm not going to do the math, it but I just 32. know the math of the croc itself is over my budget, but six all the gibbets are fine. Six times six is 36. Six times seven is 42. Yeah. Ah. I don't have crocs. <laughs> Excuse me as I pull out my math. Flexing on us. Flexing, flexing as I pull my, my math out and throw it on the table. Um, <laughs> Cassie, uh, you need crocs. <laughs> one day I will get Crocs and it'll be a glorious day when I can put these gibbets on these Crocs. Oh, 
I, I honestly, I can't wait for you to get Crocs because that beautiful moment of you being able to design your Crocs, I feel like you will get super into it and we'll just oh, have- I will go into debt over Jimmy. No, I know. No, I, I know. <laughs> Which is, you already have spent a, a, a good amount of well, money like, on Well, there's these. a limit to how many of those you can put on your Crocs, right? So then you're just going to need more Crocs to show up more of your gibbets. Not no, if you, you plan it per day. Yes. yes, she has to plan it per day. Yeah. So rather than having, well, she can have funky socks But what too. if you get a color of Crocs that don't work with the giblets, then you're going to need more than one pair. She already has planned out what kind of Crocs she has. What kind of Crocs do you want, Cassie? I want the tie-dye ones. Oh. So it's going <laughs> to... It's not, it's not even like, it's not even going to be a problem. Multicolor. Every color is going to go with it. You're fine. <laughs> Listen, the aesthetic is not what I'm going for. If it clashes, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh man. Well, Cassie, thanks for bringing us on your, your threesome. And is it threedom or threesome? Threedom. Threedom. It's like, okay. <laughs> Which also turned into a croc nerd out. So oh, also- there's a gibbet that's a sport mode. Yeah. Did I buy that one or? No, we can, that's oh, that's beautiful. on my list. That's the okay. one to buy. It's not bought yet. Okay, that one is in. Now the, I know what to get, Cassie. It's already in the <laughs> cart books. Don't get it. She's already going to get it for herself. Ooh, spoilers <laughs> for future ones. Though normally I get Cassie uh, like socks for Christmas. Now you're going to get gibbets and God, what you know, a dream! Items. I'm so excited. <laughs> fucking extra. You can get. You know how you can go sport mode in your fucking Crocs by either putting that that ankle piece up or putting it down what if you got like different types of ankle pieces is that like a thing with crocs i need to look into crocs never mind you can put truck nuts on that little part on the sport mode flap you can hang truck nuts from it (laughs) oh my god crocs are great oh my god oh wow okay well all right (laughs) i'm gonna give some points cassie we turned a corner and i don't think we can come back (laughs) cassie (laughs) crocs and threedom I'm going to give you three points. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> what? Should I give you 42 points? The amount of dollars that are spent on giblets? Yeah. At well, least I'll... give me, let me have my investment back. Okay. I'll give that to you. Thank you. I'll do that for you. <laughs> I'm going to give you 42 points instead of three points. And books. <laughs> you, uh, you told us about Jack Black's mom, who's fucking legit as shit. And we should not mm-hmm. call her Jack Black's mom. She should be Judith Lowe Cohen. Who is the coolest fucking bitch out here? Who then birthed Jack Black? Wild. Um, I'm gonna give you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you a uh, hundred points. All right, and it's time for us to go back to our cake baking. Um, so one really important things about every single cake, especially the cake that you guys are making, the dragon cake, are the eyes. So I would like you to please roll a d four to tell me what your eyes look like on your dragon. Oh man, I rolled a four. I rolled a two. All right. So uh, I would like you to explain your process and what materials you use to make your eyes. Uh, books, can you go first? I'm going to I'm gonna use some fondant. Okay. Because I feel like it's really moldable and I can, uh, you know, and I'm going to use some candy pieces too because fondant's not very tasty. Yeah. But candy is. So I'm going to roll out some fondant and um, kind of make them like slanted and really intense. And I'm going to... Um, crush some like red and orange hard candy mm-hmm. and like bake it down so it melts together and creates this like flame looking eye cool cool that sounds for the, good for the pupil for and not for the pupil for the and you rolled a two whatever. is that correct i rolled a four you rolled a four so you tried super fucking hard on these but unfortunately your awesome plan didn't really come through so instead mm-hmm. you only have two little dots for eyes for your dragon <laughs> 
So I'm excited to see what the rest of your dragon looks like. Cassie, uh, can you tell me, can you tell me your process? Uh, yeah. Um, so I've learned from attempting to actually bake here and I see that it doesn't get rewarded. So I'm just going to throw googly eyes in my soup. Cassie, <laughs> you have not tried it all. And I think that <laughs> is going to be your up, like your upswing here. Like mm-hmm. you do have a soupy cake. Yes. But you somehow were able to recreate Steve Buscemi's eyes yes, on your dragon. <laughs> so your dragon has perfect Steve Buscemi eyes. Yes. Beautiful. That's everything I wanted. The most tired eyes, but beautiful on this dragon. So I think the judges are really going to enjoy the realist aspect of, of these eyes. What a haunting soup. And I can't wait. <laughs> the soup it you stares at you it. it melts <laughs> oh god can't wait to cut into that bad boy all right so we have the eyes and i think we got to do one more thing with our cake before we end today so um cassie and books can i have you roll a d4 again i got another four my my dice only likes fours right now see that is why i mixed these all up and and didn't you know structure this at all um so right now we got to talk about what's missing from your cake books your cake as we talked about earlier, it does have like a bit of it missing out of the side. And it looks like you did try to repair it. And so you're making your beautiful dragon with your two dot eyes. But it looks like half of your cake structure did fall off oh, the no. whole stand. Oh, no. So you are missing right at the end. half of your cake. You do have enough time to repair it. But half of the cake that you needed is gone. So you do have a very, very skinny dragon with very little eyes. Now the eyes fit its frame. Exactly. <laughs> If anything, it's getting better. Uh, I rolled a two again. You rolled a two. So it looks like <laughs> your dragon, uh, it's more like a Voltimore dragon because guess what? It's missing a nose. It, it sh- yep, that seems in line with <laughs> it, my... It has Steve Buscemi eyes. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's soupy in the center and it has... No nose. I'm sorry, books. I'm going to kick your ass at this competition. I'm, I'm so, so sorry. I'm so confused on how that <laughs> looks because like a nose is the main part of the head to the dragon. Like a masterpiece is what it looks like. <laughs> it's like just an- flat. <laughs> it's just beautifully. Just imagine a dragon with a flat nose. There's nothing there. Just eyes. Just mm-hmm. eyes on a like cube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cassie, you did, you did a great job. Going for that uh, robot, I see. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It always comes back to robot. Should have should have done a robot, it sounds like. Uh, well, guys, great job at baking your cake. Um, I am going to have to roll to see who does the best. Oh, oh, let's see. Skinny Dragon versus Steve Buscemi eyes. Mm, those eyes are just too realistic, too haunting. But your cake doesn't taste good. Mm, are you sure? Books is a really good tasting cake. Like she baked it well, but mm. it looks extra fucked. Yeah, but I mean, hers, you gotta like, sometimes your mouth doesn't wanna like work through cake. Sometimes you wanna slurp you both it up. to roll real um, quickly. Mm. <laughs> I feel like everybody likes eating cake more than looking at it. Do you have a D20 to roll? Books? What are we rolling? A D20. Okay, yes, I can. Girl, I rolled a 20. What's Woo! up? Say, I needed that. I rolled a 17. Wow, you guys rolled so high, but it looks like only one person can be a winner here today, winning the prize as the visual fear fucking nailed it challenge. It's getting dirtier every second. It is. Cassie, congratulations to your dragon, your soupy mess. Taste does not matter. Soup cake, soup cake. A masterpiece. 
All right. Uh, so great job, guys. And I think that is one success. And I think we need to end our episode on another success. Can you guys share with me something great, something fantastic that happened this week? Fantastic. I can't even imitate you. That was just too, it's too, too one of a kind. My, uh, my success is I, I really resist um, change and like buying new things a lot of the time because not because I don't like new things, but I just, I'm a creature of habit and I don't like to change, but I finally did get something new. I bought a new laptop for myself. Oh, wow. I'm very excited about it. Girl. That's a big one. My old one was, yeah, it's a big purchase. Um, fortunately my birthday recently passed and like everyone knew that's all I wanted. So I got all money for that and, uh, it's beautiful. Is fancy and uh, I'm very yeah. happy with it. But man, when I had to go give up my old one to trade it in for that extra money to go towards the new one, I, I cried a little. So it's hard to part with it. Hard. It's hard to part with something that is so important mm-hmm. to your life and has so much of your work and shit on it. I also didn't trust that I backed it up okay. And yeah. there's just a lot of anxiety uh, and just making sure that everything was going to transfer over. Yeah, I feel you on that. Uh, my success is just that we, um, I don't know if I'll share it with you, Dougal. We just had a really good long weekend. We really took advantage of it. Went on a hike, went to a brewery, a little outdoor brewery. And, um, what else did we do? Was there something else? I dropped a cake. I mean, I dropped, no, I dropped a piece of pie. No, what a is it called? A piece of pie. I dropped <laughs> a pizza. I- pizza! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then we just, uh, I've been able to do, like, um, some in-person recordings with other vaccinated people. It just feels good to, like, get out again, and that's just my success is that we were able to get out and do some things. Yeah, uh, I, I actually do join you in one of those successes, which is the fact that we did hike, and we went to the beach, and we went to the beach two days in a row. Like, what kind of fucking California aren't we? We're real California, just like the Ooh, cheese. Oh, bushy. Yeah, bougie. We're bougie. we went to the beach twice. We drove there and then we went and we didn't go in the water. We touched it with our little hands, though. Uh, we hiked. This That's really the true California way, though. We don't touch our water. We just look at the water. Just there, appreciate it from afar. Our other friend took a video of us fucking touching the water and we look like the most like like we've never seen fucking water in our lives, like the ocean <laughs> as we go and tap the water. And I was like, oh, wow, I I have a certain feelings about this. But I mean, that's how I felt, and it was real. Um, uh, but yeah, we had a really good hike uh, that overlooked the beach. Like you hiked up really high, and then it just overlooked over the beach, which is really pretty. So it was really cool to do that, and then read all the signs that were on our way to the hike, and learn a little bit about, you know, mountains and water mountains. and valleys. It's fun. Uh, so that's my success. You were also a very good tour guide for that hike. You made up a whole bunch of facts. I didn't know shit, but <laughs> it was very good. bitches made fun of me because I knew shit. You didn't know a goddamn thing. I didn't know a single thing. I tried to come out here with facts and they're like, that's not right. <laughs> that's all wrong. <laughs> you did say them confidently though. So I did. I said, I have the most unearned confidence right now and I'm just going to tell you all facts. <laughs> and they didn't believe me when I said that the ground that we were walking was actually lava and they had shipped it in from maui and no they didn't because we're actually on maui we're not in california anymore we've been transported they didn't believe me for some reason fucking fool yeah huh, <laughs> huh. thanks books all right <laughs> <laughs> thanks History. for thanks Can't for sharing why your- they would doubt you 
can't. Nope. Don't even know. You don't even know how it is. All right. We should go over the points that we got today. Um, we're going to go with full totals from all of our episodes. So it's 184 if you guys are counting. Uh, at the bottom of the leaderboard with 81,507 points, it's books. In the middle of the leaderboard with 81,625 points is going to be Cassie. And at the top of the leaderboard with 88,709 points is me. Still at the freaking top. Still here. Living at the top of the mountain like the beautiful. It's okay. The next DM has the time to, to sabotage you. Sorry, I interrupted your monologue, but I felt like it needed to happen. It it needed to happen. Thank you for doing that. I am a dwarf, the dwarf king of this mountain, and I will stay up here and live up here. It's mine. Speaking of mine, one thing that could be yours is going to be some cool dice. If you go over to Apple Podcasts and write us a cool review. If you do that, then I'll send in through the ether and the mail a pair of dice for you. And we thank you so much. We really, It really helps us out. And thank you so much for writing reviews. If you have done that, um, thank you. And if you do write a review, send us over a message on social media. Let us know because we will, again throw dice at you through the mail uh, and you'll get that some free cool dice. Um, If you have a way to support us financially, that would be fucking cool. You can go to patreon.com slash natural twenties. Check out our Patreon. We have some really cool things on there. Videos, blogs, pictures, a lot of cool things on our Patreon. Uh, We would really appreciate it. If you do want feet pics on there too, and if you will pay for those, email us. You got to send us over a message on social media. You got to stop. I'll fucking put my feet out there for you guys. You want to see dog paws? I'll put those out there. I have no shame for my dog with that. That's good. That's okay. Yeah. Go over patreon.com slash unnatural twenties. Tell us what you want. and I'll give it to you, baby. Yeah. All right. So I can't be the DM all the time, but maybe I can next week. We'll just have to see. It's time for us to roll for our next DM. Who will it be? I'm going to roll for myself first. I got an eight. All right. Books, I'm going for you next. You got a six. And Cassie, lastly. Oh, sorry. sorry. You got an 11. Congratulations, Cassie. You will be our next DM. Look out next week for Cassie, your DM. Uh, Follow us on social media, at Unnatural20s, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And send us over a little message. Say hello and then your name. And then tell us something else, too. Because that would be fun. It's like a conversation. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) And then if you decide in that conversation that you want to, like, ask us a question... What we can do is we're going to answer that on our podcast uh, when we roll number 10 on our dice. And it's really fun. And we like we, we like it when you engage. And we, li- we, we like it when you ask us questions because we're people too. And we like questions. And we like to help answer them and learn more about you. Isn't that fun? I like it. You, you might like it too. Yeah. All Don't right. Just let her spiral. Don't come <laughs> in. Just let her spiral. I think you guys are cool. All right, we've reached the part of the episode where we talk about the Scavengers Network. Uh, our show and some other amazing shows like Alabaster's Haberdashery are a part of the Scavengers Network. I think you should check out Alabaster's Haberdashery because it's brought to you by PodCube. It's a great three-minute podcast that gives you a glimpse into the past with the help of the future. It's chaos. It's fun. The people who are in this hat shop are 
really weird and fun and really enjoyable to listen to. And I think you should go listen to Alabaster's Haberdashery. You can search PodCube on your favorite podcast app in order to find it because it's wild and three minutes long. Um, Also, I think you should go to scavengersnetwork.com and check all the other shows out on the network as well. Oh, my goodness, guys. We've reached that point. It's time to say goodbye. Bye. Thank you for rolling with us. Catch us <laughs> with a new adventure on Monday. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.